Previously on the Main Street Chronicles, Brian and Nine-Eye go even further back in time to experience the universe of energy on opening day. They are joined by an unexpected visitor that was more of a disturbance than a welcomed guest. Join our adventurers on this continuation of their universe of energy journey as they find out what happened to Ellen and what that means for the future of the universe of energy. I wonder if Ellen's okay. I hope she didn't get kicked out of the park. Yeah, there's no telling with her. Hey, I just got a page. Hey, Nine-Eye, I need your help. Come to Glendale 1995. Meet me at Walt Disney Imagineering. What could she possibly need our help for? I don't know, but let's get going. Whoa. I still need more time to get used to all this rapid time travel stuff. I may need to see a doctor when this is all said and done. Whew. Now who's the baby? I know, I know, but you're a machine, so I'm sure the sensations are quite a bit different for you than they are for me. Enough of that, though. Let's get going and head over to 1401 Flower Street. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. I haven't been there since I was created. It's always been a dream of mine to come here. I just wish I knew what we were about to walk into. Hurry up, we're almost there. Whew. How do I look? Do I look presentable? Well, I'm not sure what's presentable for you, but yeah, I guess so. Welcome to Walt Disney Imagineering. What can I do to assist you? Whoa, a security bot. That's really cool. We are here to see Ellen. Please take the elevator to the top floor conference room. She is there with Michael and Marty. Thank you. Michael and Marty? I, um... I I don't know what I'm going to say. <laughs> you already met Walt, silly. You've got this. I know, I know, but he was my generation's Walt. He was in our living room every Sunday night with the wonderful world of Disney. Oh, you'll be fine. Hi, I'm Michael Eisner, and this is... Marty Scalar. How are you, sir? I am a huge fan of both of yours. Well, you sure do seem to have a lot of energy. You seem very familiar to me. This journey has just been really inspiring, and I just can't believe that I'm here and getting to meet you both, although I'm not sure why I'm here, but I'm learning to just go with it. Nine-Eye, I have a feeling you are the one behind all of this. Am I right? Well... I am behind Brian being here. See, he comes from 2021, and I took him back to meet Walt on the set of the Epcot film, and we've been exploring the opening ceremonies of Epcot Center when we ran into Ellen and she paged me and asked me to meet her here. So, here we are. That's how I recognize you. Walt gave me a heads up that we had a time traveler on the set that day and that I may see him pop up from time to time. So, it's nice to finally meet you. So, why are we here? 
Well, I think someone is trying to get apart privileges back. Ellen? Yes, sir. I have a foolproof plan that I can guarantee will work. Go ahead. Okay, so, back at the dedication of Universe of Energy, I was there, and I happened to bump into Brian and Nai-Nai, along with their cast member host. I wanted to see what the original version had in its heyday, before a refurb was required. So when I saw the internal memo that Imagineering was looking for ideas to help make Universe of Energy new and exciting, I may have snuck in a Magic Kingdom under a different name and wearing a disguise, and I may have hid in the Timekeeper attraction until after the park was closed to see if Timekeeper could help me. <clears throat> Please don't be mad at me, your Timekeeper. I'm just trying to help Mr. Eisner. You can just call me Michael, Ellen. Continue. Well, since you're always talking about synergy, I thought, what better way to help get me off the naughty list and to help the parks by giving you a star from one of your hottest shows free of charge? Ellen, you are under contract with us, and we can use you for anything we'd like, so I appreciate the initiative. But you have broken even more rules now than back in 1982. I think we will need to evaluate the status of your contract based on these actions. Please just wait to see what I have put together before you do that. Let's see what you have for us. Then we'll decide and see what should be done about this situation. You won't regret this. So, I was on the set a few months back when I had this idea of trying to be a part of the Disney parks. So, my initial thought was a giant billboard of just me, just Ellen, maybe at MGM Studios. I knew that wouldn't work, so I looked up and all around, just like the cast members always tell a guest. I saw a lot of things that gave me lots of ideas, but there it was, looking right at me. A billboard! Hey, uh, Ellen? You already said that wasn't gonna work. I know, I know, but this billboard was Jeopardy! See, it's an ABC show, and Alex Trebek is under contract just like I am. So I thought, let's work with this. I kept walking around the lot, and then another lightning bolt hit me as I walked past Bill Nye, the science guy's trailer. That may have been an actual lightning bolt, but it sure worked. I still needed a few more pieces to tie it all together, though. Now we're getting to the good part. So I asked my friend Jamie Lee Curtis if she would join me in helping bring my idea to life. She said, of course only if she could play the character as she saw fit. A know-it-all who tries to steal the show. I didn't like that idea, but I think it works. Then I paged Nine-Eye for the last piece. <laughs> Here it is. I went back to Walt Disney World and had Nine-Eye take me back in time to abduct Einstein. Hold on a second. You two abducted Albert Einstein? Are you insane? Hey, I was just helping my girl out. I had to. Without him, it just wouldn't work. Ellen, you know if you hadn't stayed after closing, then you wouldn't have been kicked out of the parks in 1982? Your poor decisions have led to this mess of broken rules stretching across decades. Now you're admitting to kidnapping? Wow. He has a point. Let's see what you created to see if it was all worth it. It's all you have going at this point. Okay, so bear with me. I have a few films I want to show you. This first film sets the stage and it will be in the pre-show area on regular video screens. Also, I had a cold so I don't quite sound like myself. Hi and welcome to the universe of energy. How are you? <coughs> no need to answer. 
You know, you're probably surprised to see me here, aren't you? But then there's probably a lot of places you'd be surprised to see me when you think about it. If you were driving in your car, for instance, okay? Close your eyes. You're in your car. No, close your eyes in the car. But right now, think about it. You're in your car. You're driving. And then all of a sudden, from the back seat, I just pop up and go, hey! <laughs> you just whack me in the head, wouldn't you? That would be... That wouldn't be nice. But then it wouldn't be nice for me to do that to you. How did I get in your car anyway? Can you? Did you lock the car? Maybe it was your fault. Maybe I'm just teaching you a lesson. But the point is to see me here as a spokesperson for the universe of energy. I mean, that's crazy. You know, I mean, I'm an expert on a lot of things. You know that. I know that. But uh, not a lot of things. A few things. But energy. I mean, there was a time I could care less about it. And then suddenly everything changed. One day I was sitting in my apartment... <laughs> I, I said I was sitting in my apartment when, there it is, I'd offer you some snacks, but she, I mean, I can't hear me say, hey, hey, you, how about sharing some of those chips? No, you're on a diet. Me, how about you? You're watching ABC. Anywho, I'm watching TV and my favorite show's about to start. This is Jeopardy. Yes. Told you it was my favorite show. What is, who is it? And, of course, no one locks their doors in New York. <laughs> hey, it's your neighbor, Bill Nye the Science Guy. Hey, Bill Nye the Science Guy, it's Ellen, the, uh... Just Ellen, I guess. What can I do you for? I'd like to borrow some aluminum foil, a clothespin, and a candle. Another hot date, huh? Actually, I'm working on a new experiment. Ah, uh, take whatever you need. I don't want to miss any of the game. What are you watching? Jeopardy. Yes. <laughs> a professor of energy at Princeton University, Dr. Judy Peterson. Oh my gosh! What? It's my old college roommate, Judy Peterson. She was such a smarty pants, know it all. I had the best nickname for her, though. What was that? Stupid Judy. Ellen, that makes no sense. She has a PhD. I know, but it made me feel better. So now I guess she's some hotshot energetic professor. She's a professor of energy. Whatever. Who cares about stupid Judy and her stupid energy? Ellen, energy's the most important thing in the universe. Oh, yeah, sure. Take her side. I'm not taking her side. It's just that without energy, nothing would go. Nothing would happen. I mean, there'd be nothing. Well, then we'd really be in jeopardy now, wouldn't we? <clears throat> yeah, well, what is, uh, thanks for the supplies, and, uh, see you later. <laughs> what is, bye-bye. It's the Parliament of Israel. What is this message? Right again. Go. Right again, Judy. Stupid Judy, stupid energy. Maybe the universe needs energy, but I don't. I'll take a nap for a hundred. <laughs> I know. Big piece of corn right there in the teeth. How could you not see? I'm going to have to call you back. <clears throat> now, as most of you know, when someone falls asleep watching TV, that person is going to have a what? Anyone? Anyone? A crick in the neck? Bad hair day. A dream sequence. That's right, ma'am, a dream sequence. Right. Mine was more of a nightmare, actually. And uh, this, actually, we should get some fog in here. Always nice to spice up a dream sequence with fog. No, not in here. Over there. In the dream. Scary, huh? This is Jabbery. Here are today's contestants, Dr. Judy Peterson, Dr. Albert Einstein, and finally, Just Ellen. 
And now, here is the host of Jeopardy, Alex Trebek. Thank you, Johnny Gilbert. Hello, contestants. Welcome to our program, and good luck to you in the game. Here are the categories for the first round of play. Solar energy, wind power, energy from water, fossil fuels, fusion, and finally, gas. Ellen, since this is your dream, we'll let you make the first selection. All right, Alex. Uh, I will take um, eeny, meeny, miny, uh, fossil fuels for, uh, oh, let's go for 100. Fine. The answer is, this was formed from microscopic plants and animals trapped in ocean floor sediments millions of years ago. Ellen. Yes, I know that one. That's, uh, that uh, is, uh, what, what is, hmm? what is uh, the stuff trapped? Microscopic fuels and in, in plants and in animals and in, in... Sorry, Ellen. We were looking for something more than just an embellishment of what I had already said. Anyone else? Judy. What is petroleum, Alex? What is bituminous? What is solar thermal conversion? What is hydroelectric? What is helium? And so, as we come to the end of the first round, ladies and gentlemen, Judy has a commanding lead. Ellen has her work cut out for her, and Dr. Einstein is nowhere, relatively speaking. This is a nightmare or what? Oh, Ellen, your first correct response. Wait a minute. Breeze! This is my dream. I'm in control now. I can still win. I still have a chance to. Ellen! Ellen! Who is it? It's me, Bill Nye the Science Guy. Hey, I'm glad you came to help me. Actually, I came to see Einstein. Wow, you're getting clobbered. Yeah, this Nightmare Jeopardy version's a lot harder than the home version. Can you help me? <laughs> sure, but first we have to go back. Back stage? No, 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 way back, like many billion years ago. Okay, but can we stop at a mini-mart or something and get some snacks? Because I have a tendency to get hungry after a couple billion years. No can do. Time's a-wasting. Come on. It'll be fun. Wait, it's not even over. It gets really weird from here. Now some person I don't even know reminds me there's no eating, drinking, smoking, or flash photography allowed in my dream. Bad guy. No videotaping, okay? And those of you who are just walking in right now, you're late. Where have you been? I love your hair. No, not you. No, I mean, it's all right, but that's cute, yeah. Um, anyway, so you're not completely lost. Here's a recap of what has been going on. I'm Ellen. Hi. I love Jeopardy. I used to not care about energy at all until I had a nightmare that I was on Jeopardy and all the categories were about energy. <laughs> oh, don't I know it's scary. So my neighbor, Bill Nye, steps in to help me out. Bill Nye, the science guy. You know him? Well, anyway, so he comes in to help me out. That's what's going on. Got it? Good. If you don't, then that's your problem because you're late. And you think about that next time. After this film, you board the traveling theater to watch a brief clip before entering the first dino diorama. As the Big Bang starts with, well, a bang, we will fly over the Earth as it is being created through computer-generated images. Why is it so dark? Because there's nothing to see. Let me get this straight. You brought me back billions of years so you could show me nothing? Sort of, uh, but out of this nothingness, many scientists believe the universe was born. Must have been a big delivery room, huh? Uh, yeah. Ah, 
See that single point of very hot, very dense matter? It contains all the energy of the universe, and it's about to expand at an astonishing rate. <laughs> oh, oh, here. Better put these on. Hearing protectors. Because it's the Big Bang. The Piggy Bang? No, the Big Bang. The Ding Dang? The Big Bang. Oh. <laughs> now, what you're about to witness took place over billions of years. Oh, boy. Uh, better take cover. All right, universe, you're cleared for takeoff. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Bill. Bill Nye. Bill Nye the science guy. Here we are, 220 million years in the Earth's past, give or take uh, a day. Bill? Bill, I, I know I asked you to help me with this energy stuff and everything, but I was kind of hoping you'd show me a slideshow. A slideshow? I guess that would be easier, but <laughs> this is way more fun. Uh, yeah, this is fun. Where's the energy? Oh, it's all around you. See, these plants and animals are soaking up energy from the sun. When they die and get buried, time, pressure, and heat will cook them into the fossil fuels we rely on today. Like uh, coal, natural gas, and oil. Wait a minute, you're telling me that we're filling our gas tanks with, well, with dinosaur soup? Well, not exactly, but dinosaurs did live when fossil fuels were developing in the Earth. <laughs> dinosaurs are just cool. Let's check them out. Why don't we just skip to the air conditioning and jacuzzi period, huh? Alan, it's the chance of a lifetime. It's the chance of a hundred million lifetimes. Come on. You go ahead and make sure it's safe. I'll wait here, okay? You might as well go too. This is my nightmare. No need you staying with me. Maybe I'll go. What am I so scared of? It's just a dinosaur. What's the big deal about dinosaurs? They're not so tough. Probably have a brain the size of a pea. Ah. I hope you're not upset about that pea brain crack. Because, you know, now that I think of it, I'm sure these are much larger in this time period. I happen to love peas, don't you? I'll take that as a maybe. 
I should get going because I'm supposed to be dinner. I mean, have dinner with friends. So I should go. Hey, what's over there? <laughs> disappear from the screen, the traveling theater enters the Dino Diorama 1. The biggest changes here is the dinosaurs will have new vibrant color patterns to reflect the change in philosophy as to how they may have looked. In Dino Diorama 2, there will be a life-size Ellen audio animatronic that will literally put me in the show. Better make sure it's regularly maintained. It didn't look so hot the last time I saw it. After the dioramas, what if we had a radio station giving us the news called KNRG? You could get maybe Willard Scott for the weather and maybe someone from ESPN to do sports. Chris Berman would be great since they call him Boomer. Haha, <laughs> get it? Boomer. Big bang. Yeah, that's not funny, Ellen. Take a look at this next video. Now we're exactly where we need to be. All we need now is Ellen. Bill, 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 Bill. Oh, Bill, Bill. Ellen? Oh, there you are. Yeah, here I am. <laughs> yeah, look, you know, it's not like I don't like getting attacked by a snake-like creature. It's just... See, we're at the dawn of the human age, and one of our ancestors is about to make an important discovery, one that will spark the progress of civilization. Let's hope it's deodorant. See, we discovered fire, and we're really on our way. Bill Nye the science guy? 
like solar energy. Solar mirrors are one way to convert the sun's energy into electricity. Cool. I mean, hot. I mean, coolly hot or hotly cool. So why don't we just make everything solar? Ah, uh, not so fast. For one thing, it's not sunny enough everywhere. And although the sunshine is free, solar electricity still isn't that cheap. But it's getting there. Okay, in the meantime, let's just pick another category. All right. Today, we're using the clean energy of moving air, wind, to generate electricity. Well, then why don't we just get a bunch of wind farmers to harvest a big old crop of wind? We're starting to, where it's windy. But remember, to power a whole city, you need a whole lot of windmills. And when the wind stops blowing, we'd be left in the dark, wouldn't we? No way, we just switch to another source of energy. What is rain? Correct. So we just uh, build more dams and our energy problems are solved. Not quite. We've already used many of the best sites. And sometimes building a dam can be pretty hard on the ecosystem. Seems like there are pros and cons to every one of these. One of these. What gives? gives? Well, Ellen, well, there are no easy, there are no easy answers. answers. The sun, water, geothermal steam, even wood all contribute. Right now, these renewables provide about 10% of the world's energy. But we can expect them to be playing an even bigger role in the decades ahead. That's great, Bill, but we still need a heck of a lot more energy. Where is it coming from? And do you have a curling iron? Come on, I'll show you. The solid fossil fuel. Oh, I know this one. What is coal? Correct. And we've discovered two centuries worth. Whoa. What about global warming? It's a hot topic with lots of questions. But it's one of the big reasons scientists are working on ways to burn fuels like coal more efficiently than ever. Ellen, what do you know about gas? Well, if your stomach's bothering you, I could get you some club soda. No. Oh, you mean natural gas. It's clean burning. And at the rate we're going, we're set for about 60 years. 60 years? That's only 10 more years than 50. 20 more than 40. 30 more don't, than... Don't, uh, don't worry. We're always finding more natural gas all the time. <laughs> but we do need to use it wisely. So, Ellen, how long have you been driving? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Sorry, pal. What's next? 
Oh, what is black gold, Texas tea, swimming pools, movie stars? What is the Beverly Hillbillies? I mean, what is oil? Right. It's our main source of energy, and we found enough to last at least 50 years. That's all? We're far from running on empty. We've got some pretty far-out ways of finding more. petroleum deposits have already been tapped. Hello? Most new discoveries will come from ones inaccessible or hard to reach places. Wait just a minute, there's oil here? Actually, the oil is buried way deep under the ocean floor. Oh, well then I guess we can't get to it. So, where to next? Oh hey, don't give up. We can reach the oil with offshore drilling platforms like this. Going in. platforms are so tall, they would tower over the Empire State Building. I mean, that's big! Oh, great. Just what my nightmare needs. Big old human munching, bone crunching, Ellen lunching, shark. Take her up, Captain! Rise! Rise! like these and split them apart to release energy. It's called fission. Hold on! Nuclear energy is expensive and highly controversial. So I guess there's never going to be just one answer. But if we keep using our brain power... We'll have lots of choices for the future. Maybe even unlock the power of the stars. Fusion power. I'm beginning to see the light. Actually, I think it's double jeopardy, Ellen. There you are. Where have you been? The beginning of the universe. There were dinosaurs, and 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 I was in the bathroom. There, no more paper towels. Yeah, Ten right. Well, you've been absolutely amazing so far, blowing away the opponents here. Well, my IQ is 210. But I'll tell you something, Judy. The thing that really amazed me was that you and Ellen were in the same class yes, at school. We were actually roommates. I used to call her stupid Ellen. <laughs> okay. All right, players, we're ready to begin the second round. And Ellen, would you start us off by making a selection, please? I sure will, Alex. I will take dinosaurs for 800. Uh, Ellen, you do know that the more expensive the question, the harder it is. Oh, no, I didn't. Let me rethink that then. Uh, dinosaurs for 1,000, Alex. Okay, the answer is... This is when scientists believe dinosaurs first appeared on the Earth. Ellen. Uh, what is 220 million years ago, give or take a day? You're absolutely right. What is the sun? What is hydrogen, Alex? What are photovoltaics? What is fire? Which, by the way, is what sparked the progress of human civilization. Alex, I don't know if you knew that or not. Correct again, Ellen. And amazingly enough, at the end of this double jeopardy round, you have managed to come from way behind to tie Judy for the lead. Well done. 
Well, I just had to figure out how to work this little clicky thing here. How could she have possibly learned so much during the commercial break? She's obviously cheating. Oh. Zip it, Judy. Dr. Einstein. You have no money, sir, and that means we're going to have to say goodbye. However, we want to thank you for coming here today, and we do have some lovely parting gifts for you backstage. Yep, here's a parting gift for you right now, Al. It's a long-lasting, low-energy light bulb. Enjoy the efficiency. Boy, there goes a real bundle of energy, huh? All right, ladies. You will recall that our final Jeopardy category on today's program is the future of energy. And so if you're ready, here is the final Jeopardy answer for you. This is the one source of power that will never run out. Good luck. energy nightmare, place a self-addressed stamped envelope under your pillow, or check us out on the web at www.energynightmare.game. Will Judy remain our Jeopardy champion, or will Ellen take the lead? We'll know momentarily. Some contestants on Jeopardy will receive a year's supply of energy. Energy. You make the world go round. Once again, the answer is, this is the one source of power that will never run out. Time's up, players. Let's see how well you did. Judy, we'll start with you. You wrote down nothing. That's correct, Alex, because there is no answer. Well, actually, you're wrong. Let's take a look at your wager. Oh, that's too bad. You risked everything you had, and that means you lose $17,800, and you wind up with nothing. Let's go down to Ellen now and see what she came up with as a response to our final Jeopardy clue. Ellen? Uh, what is brain power, Alex? You are correct. And your wager? You, too, risked everything, but you double your score to 35600 and that makes you, Ellen, our new Jeopardy champion. Congratulations. So that's how I became an energy expert. Again, expert may not be the exact right word, more expert-ish. Anyway, I've got to go. Look out for the dinosaur! <laughs> Kidding. I'm a kidder. Bye-bye now. So, what do you think? It's, um, <laughs> ambitious film work. Not sure what the budget will be for the refurb, so we may not be able to afford it. No worries. I already took care of that. Use the film that I shot. It's free. Deal, Michael. Marty, it's free. Get the team working on upgrading the dinosaurs and building an Allen animatronic. Not how I thought today was going to go, but you said the magic word, Alan. Alan, you may return to the parks after the attraction is ready to open. I would like to have you join me for the dedication. Also, I really like that voice in the video, so keep it up. 
and you'll be a bigger star. You really mean it? Thank you, thank you, thank you. Just don't get kicked out again. Marty, I want the name to be Ellen's Energy Crisis to help remind her not to step out of line again. Well, we better get back to the task at hand. It's time to get these wheels moving. But we haven't gotten a chance to check out all the different departments. I'm not ready to go yet. Come back anytime and ask for me. See you around, kid. Man, that was a whole lot of history for this one pavilion. I can't wait to see what the future has in store. Hey, yeah, you there. Turn your volume up. I'm talking to you. You may have gone back in time on this adventure, but you didn't think you were done, did you? Oh no, we're just getting started. If Quill's gonna rope me into this project, he's gonna get the whole rocket experience, and so are you. So strap in, all of you. What do you mean the seatbelts aren't here? You see, this is what I'm talking about. I mean, they give you these great ideas, and you put down plans, and you draw schematics, and all of a sudden, everything's not in. It's not gonna be until Tuesday? Oh, that's ridiculous. But I'm committed to finishing this project right, on time, under budget, more or less. Speaking of which, I haven't seen paycheck one for this. Quill, Quill, I need you to see to that. They only listen to humans here for some reason. They always think I'm some sort of animatronic. And yet they won't let me keep any of the spare parts. It's not fair. Anyway, I'm about to blow the roof off of this place and bring you an out of this world experience, but we aren't done yet, so get out of here. Go on already, burn some rubber. You'd think with time travel, they'd be able to show up at the right point in time. It's part of the equation. Ah, humans. Ah, I can't believe I'm still on this stupid planet. <laughs> oh, Terrans, what in the galaxy do they know? <laughs> Always thinking they're smarter than the rest of us. We'll show them. No, don't touch that! You've been listening to the Main Street Chronicles, part of the Imagination Radio Network and a BRS Productions podcast. Be sure to check us out on all your favorite social media and podcast platforms. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, comment, and rate so that we can continue to bring you as much magic as possible. <laughs>